Bibles tonight to one verse, the 60th Psalm, verse 4. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. Salem. Anyone notice an extra amount of flags anywhere through the area today? I like seeing that. A lot, lot, lot of flags today. And that's because today is Flag Day, June the 14th. Flag Day. June the 14th is the anniversary of the adoption by Congress uh, of the American flag in 1777. And, and though not a legal holiday, it is well celebrated and through the years has been very much celebrated by all of the states. And not only by the displaying of flags, there, there have even been parades and there have been ceremonies that has taken place. When we look up the word flag in the Bible, singular form, we find it one time. And that's in the book of Job, chapter 8, verse 11. And it really doesn't get to what we're trying to get to uh, in, in that word. That, that word flag in Job, it means a bulrush. It means marshy grass. It was a term for a reed that grew along the banks of a river. So you don't go to the word flag to, to try to come close to the, the flag day that we're talking about today. But when you get into the word banner, you're starting to get closer now. The word banner and the word standard in the Bible. The word banner, singular form, you find it three times in the Bible. In the text verse, we just read this word banner. And it means flag, it means sail, it means flagstaff, it means token, it means sign. And it means standard. Banner means standard, and, and standard also means banner. You'll find the word standard in the Bible 18 times, but you will only find it in three books of the Bible. You will find standard in Numbers and Isaiah and Jeremiah. And those 18 times, it's, it's all found in those three books. And so these are your words for the idea of a flag, a, a, a banner, though, is what we would call it in the Bible usually. You know, each tribe of Israel had a flag. We don't know a lot of the details. We don't have proof of a lot of the details. A lot of things have been said about the flags of the different tribes of Israel, though. As in, it's believed that the tribe of Judah had a lion on their flag. And it, it, that would symbolize power and it would symbolize majesty. And then there's the tribe of Ephraim. And it's said that there was an ox on the flag. And, and that would symbolize service and it would symbolize sacrifice. And then the tribe of Dan, it's been said that there was an eagle uh, on on that flag, and that symbolized vision, and it symbolized speed. And 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 of Reuben, the, the tribe of Reuben, 
They, they say there was a man symbolized on the flag and, uh, for uh, knowledge and logic. It, it has been said that these flags, they were, they were huge and they were very beautiful. And when the tribes would travel, they would take their flag, their banner with them as they would travel. And so these flags or, or banners or standards, if you would, they served several purposes. Flags identify a people. It would help you identify a friend or to identify a foe. Nations are still known by their flags today. The, the church that it, in Georgia where my daughter worships, there are flags all over the premises. They, are, they uh, have a passion for missions there. And so you find flags from countries all over the world on the premises. I, I, I like it. And, you know, you think about the flags of different places. England, you find a lion on their flag. Japan's is a rising sun. And the good old U.S. of A., the red, white, and blue, you find the stars and the stripes. You know, and Christians have, have standards, if you will, banners. There's a, there are signs for the Christian today. Signs that came about, a lot of them, when Jesus walked this earth. From then even to now. The dove has been given for a sign of a Christian. And that would symbolize a peacemaker. And then there's the fish. Symbolizing what? Fishers of men, I heard someone say. You might see these little symbols of a fish with a, with a cross on it, maybe, on the bumper of some Christians' cars. The way some Christians drive, they need to take that fish off their back bumper. You know, and I'm, I'm not being overcritical there, because I'll tell you right now, there's not going to be a, a fish on my back bumper. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I have some... I've had and have some Christian t-shirts and through the years and have some tracks and, and that's good. But I tell you what, the best, the best way to advertise our Christianity is by our life, by our walk. I'll never forget the man who gave humble testimony to me just one-on-one -on -one, that he had worked for a man for years and he never said anything about being a Christian. And somebody asked the big boss a, a, a religious question, and he said, go ask him. He would know the answer. He's a Christian. He had never told anyone he was. What a great sign it is that we give of our own life. But, but there's also the cross. The cross serves as a sign of being a Christian. And, and personally, the one, the one I like the best is the Bible, uh, symbolizing truth. You know, the disciples, they were able to perform miracles and signs and, and wonders. And that gave evidence that they were a Christian. And those things don't go on today. And that's because it's a really big deal 
that we have God's word in, in written form completely given to you and I. And this is all the evidence that anyone needs to show that they are a Christian. It is right here in the word of God. Isn't it wonderful that we, we find our salvation in the word of God? We, we, we find and we learn that there is assurance in our salvation by the word of God. Our hope of heaven, not, not a hope that, well, I hope I go, but, but our absolute certainty, our expectation, it's right here in God's word. And we know it And the Holy Spirit living within us uh, makes his word alive in, in, within us. And so what a sign we have today, a proof of ourselves as Christians by the word of God. But speaking of a sign to be a Christian, and, and back when I was just mentioning that the expression of our lives being a sign of, being, of a Christian, well, that, that's what Jesus has planned for us. That's what Jesus has told us it is to be. Jesus told the disciples about the banner that their life should be waving. In John 13, 34, Jesus says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Jesus also says in Matthew 22 in verse 37, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. How about this for, for summing up? What Jesus was saying to his disciples. In other words, my disciples, wave your banner of love. As I have loved you, my love is in you. You go love with that love. This is your flag to wave. This is your banner to, to show to all. And it is the love from heaven, the love of God in your hearts. Go love one another. That's how people are going to know that you're my disciples. That's your sign. That is your banner to wave. The Apostle John heard that. And by what God had him write in the Bible, we know that John, amen that. Because we find in 1 John chapter 3 and chapter 4 some things that, that let us know that John, amen, what Jesus told them. And in 1 John 3.10... John later says this. In this, the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning. That we should love one another. Not as Cain who was of that wicked one and slew his brother. And wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. Marvel not my brethren if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death unto life. Because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. 
And he doesn't stop there. He also says in chapter 4 of 1 John and verse 20, If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. I was speaking of a little dysfunction in relations that, that I believe that unfortunately COVID and, and the separation of people has helped to cause. Even though, it's, even though that stuff's always been around, it might have just been enhanced a little bit. And, and you know, there's all these funny sayings about, about uh, not liking people or, or I like my dog better than anybody. And, and, you know, you might have that moment where you just need your time to yourself. And that's a little funny to somebody, for, hopefully just for an instance. But, but, but we don't love God if we don't love our brother. How, how are we going to serve God if we don't serve someone else? We, we serve God by serving another. We can't wave the banner that God has appointed us to wave. If we, don't, if we don't love. He says, by this shall all men know if you are my disciples. If you have love one to another. Amen. I would say Paul amen that too by what he said in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 14. He says, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Banners identify a people for for the for the russians it's a hammer and a sickle on their flag for the christians it's love jesus says this is what you show this is what what waves in this world that you display and that is my love my self-sacrificial love one for another banners identify a people but also banners identify a cause. As I mentioned, flags of different countries, maybe you pictured some of them. And uh, I believe Argentina's like blue a lot in it, right? Yeah. And, and you, you picture some. Well, what about banners identifying a cause? Because there, there are some causes that have banners that, that, that wave. There are causes that are good and there are causes that are evil. You know, some causes are, are known just as well by their banners as countries are by their banners. Um, the, the Fleur, Fleur de, de Lou or Fleur de Lis, that flower, whatever, you, you pronounce it better if you can. Uh, that's a challenge. Anyway, with the eagle and the shield and the two five-pointed stars, well, you know, that's Boy Scouts. You know, that identifies a cause. And then you have a four-leaf clover with, with the H on the clover, and that's, that is, you know, the 4-H club. And then, and then well, the, the, the white background with a red cross on it. You know, Red Cross, we, you know, you think about that. And, and so these are causes. You might think about their actions. You might think about what they do. You might think about the attitude of these different groups and, and how they pride themselves on what they do or whatever their attitude is. And, you know, for us as children of God, 
I believe Paul speaks to something of an attitude that we will have in our cause. There are actions and attitudes concerning our cause of love. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 18 says, But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing, and not only when I am present with you. That constant attitude of being zealous of, of the truth, of our purpose, of, of waving this flag of love. May, may we never lose that. What, what a prayer it is when we're constantly praying, Lord, Lord, I always want desire to serve you. I don't want any, I know there are things that are going to try to distract me from serving you. I'm going to face them every day. But I want the desire to serve you as I did the day that you saved my soul and filled me full of you. And I want zeal for you. And, and, and so Paul would articulate an attitude we would have. And, and there's some actions in our cause. And in Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 15, I'd like to read that for you. It says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, Teaching us that, here's, here's our actions in, in, in our cause, in our purpose. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope, amen, and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. The zeal, we're going, the attitude we have, given the purpose that we have to wave our banner of love. May, may, may it always be right. May we trust the Lord to help us for it to always be right. But in thinking about Flag Day and all of these flags waving and us realizing that Jesus has given us a flag to wave and that is His love, let us consider that our banner affects others. The waving of our banner, the attitude, the cause that we have, it affects others. And let me just say this, it affects others positively and it will affect others negatively. Jesus has told us all about this. Some will despise the Christian for waving their banner of love. And some Christians will get quiet over that. The breeze won't be blowing through their banner as much when there's despise that comes. Jesus tells us in the Gospel of John chapter 15 and verse 18, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Verses 24 and 25, If I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sinned. 
But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. But this cometh to pass that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. And if they hated him, they're going to hate us. Who, who likes conflict? Who, who wants to experience that from somebody upon them? Why would we? Well, listen to the positive side of our banner and the effect upon others. Because there are those who will respect you waving your banner of love and those who will honor the, the waving of this love standard. In Acts chapter 5, verses 11 through 14, li listen closely because this is worth anything that we'll ever go through from any despising from the world that could come upon us. So Acts chapter 5 and verse 11, it says, And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. And listen to this. And, the, and believers were the more added to the church multitudes, both of men and women. Praise the Lord for the waving of that banner of love and others seeing it and God using others to draw them to be saved by the Lord Jesus Christ and to be added to the church, to lead another soul to be saved. Not that we have a part in, not that we can say anyone's saved, not that we can make anyone saved, but, but God uses us to share the gospel, to, to fly His banner of love that others would be saved. Amen. That is worth any despising that could ever come upon us for doing so. Anyone who would disrespect the truth and the salvation of Jesus Christ in us, whatever we go through, whatever conflict that is, it's worth it to see souls saved and added to the church. There are positive effects from the banner that we are called to wave. We need courage. The more fervent that we wave the banner, the greater courage another Christian can have. How, how about there be some examples? There are, but in speaking to us to, tonight, wherever we are, how about there be those who want to step up to be that example, to wave their banner before others, and the courage that it will give other Christians to do the very same thing. The Apostle Paul, I believe we would say that he was a great example of waving that banner of love and oh, the courage it gave other Christians. Paul wrote to Corinth and he says in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, Now I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. What a great example and a leader he was. But listen to this from Philippians chapter 1 and verse 12. 
Paul writes to them after heavy persecution, after being put in prison for preaching the gospel and then continuing to preach the gospel in prison. He writes to the church at Philippi and he says, but I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word of God, the word without fear. Wave that banner of love and share the gospel the way Paul did it. It drew other Christians to see that what they need to be doing, to see to see the banner that needs to be showing and the way to do it and to share the truth, to share the truth, no matter who despises you, to share the truth, no matter what conflict would come upon us for doing so. How about those that would be saved? Love will move others when we wave that banner of love as the Lord would have us. Think about this country. I remember as a child, and, and to be honest with you, I, I'm, I'm not saying I, I was raised without being patriotic, but, but there, there, there was no one around my immediate family who went into the military or anything like that. And, and so, but as I got older and went to sporting events or, or whatever, and, and the attention was given to the flag. And I saw sincerity in people giving their attention to the flag. Tears in eyes of people having such a passion for their country. And then, then the songs that we sing. You know, um, Oh say can you see by the dawn's early light. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. I've listened to people sing of this perilous fight and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. As, as, a, as a, just a young man, I, I, watched, I watched older men and, and other people and, and how much reverence and respect and how important their country was to them and how... how Men were moved with tears when they sang that. This world should be moved by our love. The love of God. Romans chapter 5. That love that was shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit when we were justified by faith. Others need to be moved by that love in us. That's... That's the banner that we are to wave. Jesus says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. May we wave our flag before men. In the Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 4, it says, and his banner over me was love. God's banner over us is love. And our banner to others. It is to be love. His love. This is what 
the world needs. It's a stormy world out there. And, and it, there can be some stabilizing. There's a stabilizing force for this world. And that is the love of God through our lives. He didn't have to use us. He didn't have to do it through us. But he chooses to love through us others. So on this flag day, always remember, wave not only your country's flag, but wave the love of your Lord Jesus Christ through you. Amen. All right. With that, we're going to close tonight. And I know what you're going to do. You're going to hang out and have some sweet fellowship. And that's always good to see and to hear. And uh, I, I appreciate your prayers so much and, and all these requests that have been made. Please take them home in your heart. Some write them down and, and remember to pray for one another. There might be a one another series of sermons coming soon, uh, depending on how the Lord puts it together with Pastor Stone. He may deliver those to us. And so pray for one another, I want to say tonight. And I want to ask uh, Brother Jeff Smith if he'll close us in a word of prayer.